This episode of the OrthoBullets podcast will go over the topic of blood supply to the foot from the foot and ankle section on orthobullets.com. The blood supply of the foot comes from three primary source arteries, which includes the perineal or fibular artery, the posterior tibial artery, and the anterior tibial artery. Now let's go into each of these source arteries in a bit more detail. Starting with the perineal or fibular artery, as far as the origin, it arises from the posterior tibial artery approximately 2.5 centimeters from its origin. As far as the course in the leg, the perineal or fibular artery pierces the interosseous membrane approximately 5 centimeters above the lateral malleolus as a perforating branch and communicates with the anterior lateral malleolar artery. Again, the perineal or fibular artery pierces the interosseous membrane approximately 5 centimeters above the lateral malleolus as a perforating branch and communicates with the anterior lateral malleolar artery. It then passes down anterior to the tibiofibular syndesmosis to anastomose with the lateral tarsal artery. The perineal or fibular artery supplies the soleus, tibialis posterior, flexor hallucis longus, and perineal muscles along its course. The branches at the ankle of the perineal or fibular artery include the posterior lateral malleolar artery and the communicating branch. Again, the branches at the ankle of the perineal or fibular artery include the posterior lateral malleolar artery and the communicating branch. As far as the branches of the perineal artery in the foot, the one to know is the lateral calcaneal branch, which is the terminal branch of the perineal artery. It provides perfusion to the lateral flap associated with a standard extensile approach to the calcaneus. Moving on to the posterior tibial artery, as far as the origin, the posterior tibial artery is the largest of the two terminal branches of the popliteal artery. Its most proximal part is referred to as the tibioperineal trunk. With respect to its course in the leg, it passes between the superficial and deep muscles of the posterior compartment of the lower leg. As it courses down the lower leg, it becomes more medial and is palpable behind the medial malleolus. Branches at the ankle of the posterior tibial artery include the posterior medial malleolar artery, the communicating branch, and the artery of the tarsal tunnel, which is the dominant blood supply to the Taylor body. So again, the branches at the ankle of the posterior tibial artery include the posterior medial malleolar artery, a communicating branch, and the artery of the tarsal canal, which again is the dominant blood supply to the Taylor body. As far as the branches in the foot of the posterior tibial artery, beneath the sustentaculum, the posterior tibial artery bifurcates into the lateral plantar arteries and the medial plantar arteries. The branches of the lateral plantar arteries include the medial calcaneal branch, which is the first branch. It then branches to the adductor digiti minimi, which is the second branch, and the digital branch to the fifth toe, which is the third branch. The medial calcaneal branch, which again is the first branch, is the major vascular supply to the heel pad. Remember that heel pad avulsions are severe injuries associated with high-energy trauma and often carry a poor prognosis because of the potential for heel pad necrosis. The terminal branch of the lateral plantar artery is the plantar branch, which we'll talk more about later on in the episode. Moving on to the medial plantar arteries, the terminal branches anastomose with the first dorsal metatarsal branch of the dorsalis pedis artery. Again, the medial plantar arteries anastomoses with the first dorsal metatarsal branch of the dorsalis pedis artery, and the superficial digital branches join the plantar metatarsal arteries of the first three intermetatarsal spaces. Finally, moving on to the anterior tibial artery, 
This is the other, smaller terminal branch of the popliteal artery. As far as its course in the leg, it descends anterior to the interosseous membrane and supplies the muscles of the anterior compartment of the lower leg. It becomes superficial at the ankle midway between the malleoli, and it supplies the muscles of the anterior compartment of the lower leg. Branches at the ankle of the anterior tibial artery include the anterior medial malleolar artery and the anterior lateral malleolar artery. Again, the branches at the ankle of the anterior tibial artery include the anterior medial and anterior lateral malleolar arteries. As far as the branches in the foot of the anterior tibial artery, the dorsalis pedis artery is a continuation of the anterior tibial artery in the foot. It's palpable over the dorsum of the foot just lateral to the extensor hallucis longus tendon. The branches of the dorsalis pedis artery include the arcuate artery, the lateral tarsal artery, and the medial tarsal arteries. The dorsalis pedis artery terminates at the first intermetatarsal space into the first dorsal metatarsal artery and the deep plantar arch. Now, let's quickly talk about the blood supply to the distal foot and the toes. As far as the origin of the plantar arch, it forms from the anastomosis of the lateral plantar artery and the dorsalis pedis artery. It provides blood supply to the plantar foot and the toes, and as far as its branches, the ones to know include the plantar digital arteries and the plantar metatarsal arteries. The arcuate artery is a vascular arch that runs in the dorsal midfoot deep to the extensor tendons. It gives off the dorsal metatarsal arteries that run in the second, third, and fourth intermetatarsal spaces. Finally, to quickly discuss the vein system of the foot, the dorsal venous arch drains into the greater and lesser saphenous vein systems. Again, the dorsal venous arch drains into the greater and lesser saphenous venous systems. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over one quick question to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. A 24-year-old laborer caught his foot in an industrial machine at work and sustained a complete heel pad avulsion which extends in the proximal to distal direction. A lateral radiograph of the foot demonstrates the avulsed heel pad and minimal bony injury. What is the blood supply to the heel pad tissue? And the choices are 1. Medial plantar artery, 2. Lateral calcaneal artery, 3. Medial calcaneal branch of the posterior tibial artery, 4. Artery of the sinus tarsi, and 5. Lateral calcaneal branch of the perineal artery. The correct answer to this question is three, medial calcaneal branch of the posterior tibial artery. So the patient has sustained a heel pad avulsion secondary to a high energy injury. This injury is frequently associated with a compromised blood supply to the heel pad, which is primarily supplied by the medial calcaneal branch of the posterior tibial artery. To quickly review, heel pad avulsions, although rare, can be devastating injuries. The tight honeycomb-like structure of the fibrous septa that typically secure the fat pad to the calcaneus and oppose migration, in addition to the specialized epidermal and dermal cells of its exterior, make this region of the foot irreplaceable. As a result, heel pad avulsions are difficult to treat and salvage is often unsuccessful. Liebermanis describes successful revascularization and replantation of an avulsed heel pad in a 17-year-old patient using the ipsilateral saphenous vein as a graft. Chikowitz et al. performed arterial studies on cadaveric specimens which demonstrated that the blood supply to the heel was primarily derived from the medial calcaneal branch of the posterior tibial artery. 
They also noted that there was a minor contribution from the lateral calcaneal branch of the perineal artery. To quickly go over the incorrect answers, answer one, medial plantar artery is incorrect as the medial plantar artery is one of the terminal branches of the posterior tibial artery given off under the flexor retinaculum and supplies the medial side of the foot. Answer two, lateral calcaneal artery is incorrect as the lateral calcaneal artery is a branch of the perineal artery and is one of the three arteries, the other two being the lateral malleolar and lateral tarsal arteries, that provides blood supply to the lateral flap that is typically created during the standard lateral approach to the calcaneus. Answer four, artery of the sinus tarsi is incorrect, as the artery of the sinus tarsi is a branch of the perforating perineal artery, and along with the tarsal canal artery, supplies the talus. And finally, answer five, lateral calcaneal branch of the perineal artery is incorrect, as the lateral calcaneal branch of the perineal artery makes a minor contribution to the blood supply of the heel. That's all for this review about blood supply to the foot. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the OrthoBullets podcast, a daily audio review session by OrthoBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for orthopedic surgery education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on orthobullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the OrthoBullets website while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from the OrthoBullets podcast so far, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks so much, and we'll see you all tomorrow.